Good evening. It's December the 11th. It is 8 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time. 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. This is Transmit, show number 48. I am Gummo. You know what's next. And good evening. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Transmit. Welcome to the 48th installment of the show. Show number 48. 48 shows. This is... <laughs> wow. Well, good evening, everyone. My name is Gummo. This is the show that we do call Transmit. And yes, it's our 48th show. <laughs> Uh, the reason I'm chuckling when I say that, because I never thought I would even make it to show number two. Here we are on the 48th show. Greetings from Ponte Vedra Beach, Florida. Where is Ponte Vedra Beach, Florida? Well, it's not in Chicago, where it's snowing and getting colder by the minute. Uh, Ponte Vedra Beach, uh, it's... I think I've spoken about uh, this lovely place a time or two in the past. Um, basically, Ponte Vedra Beach is on the east coast of Florida. About 15 minutes north of St. Augustine. The country's oldest city. They actually say that uh, when uh, the first explorers arrived here on the mainland... Uh, that it was in St. Augustine proper. Uh, but in reality, they landed right here in Ponte Vedra Beach. A little fact of information there. Uh, so here we are on the 48th show. I think I've said that about four times. So now that was the fifth. Uh, I am your host, Gummo. I'm a former Black Hat hacker. Turned amateur radio show host and this is a little show that we uh we do every every other week we used to do it every week it was just too much doing it every week i don't, I don't know I, you know it's i don't know doing it every week just man I, I didn't have enough time to do anything really but uh it seems to be this actually seems to be the vibe that uh, we are all looking for. Most specifically, me. <laughs> uh, but, you know, that, that goes without saying that I actually did the, um, the show for the first year every week. <laughs> or I tried to, at least. Uh, and, uh, you know, who knows? Whatever. 
Uh, we have a few things to talk about tonight. A couple cool things that uh, we're going to discuss. Nice little nifty gadgets. And um, I don't know. Usually I, I kick the show off talking about the weather and the vibe and all of that. But I'm not in the city. No, sir. Uh, the reason I fled Chicago... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chicago is actually uh, at this very moment under a winter storm warning I think they've received a foot of snow at this point hey, it's 82 degrees here so um, I, you know I don't mix well with cold weather I just I, you know I, I'm one of those people you know like when it's when it gets really cold I you know, I get him, you know, if I'm driving or whatever to the uh, train station or, or, you know, if I'm driving my car, I'll get in my car and I'll just, I'll jump in the driver's door and it's so cold, you know, you, you, you crank the car up and you're just, you know, you're waiting for the car to heat up and you're just sitting there with your hands stuck on the wheel going, damn, 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 damn. I never, you know, I, I want to go. I want to. <laughs> so, you know, uh, at some point or another that, that, uh, that drags me down, so I have to uh, escape to weather that I'm more familiar with. Not to say that I'm not used to the weather in Chicago. I I love Chicago and the uh, the weather. I just I'm just not a big fan of the winters. But you know, it's 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 not you it, it, you know it's it's not what it, you know. I have I have friends, family, and colleagues that actually love the cold winters in Chicago. Um, one, one of my uh, dear friends, uh, we were speaking a few nights ago and <laughs> we're walking down the sidewalk and and, uh, and uh, he's like, hey man, you know, uh, you know, I, I, I like the cold weather. I like the seasons changing and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, I could dig that, you know, uh, for the longest time. I, I, yeah, I'm like, what is this? Why do leaves fall off trees? <laughs> what what is this strange phenomenon? But I got used to it, and uh, I actually do. I, I love the people in Chicago. The, the they are fantastic. You couldn't ask for better people uh, in one place, uh, and that's in Chicago. The people are amazing. Uh, the hospitality is amazing. Uh, and it seemed, it, you know, almost everyone that I've met in Chicago, uh, I could actually call a good, true friend. And uh, when you meet a friend in Chicago, you have a friend for life. I guarantee you that. And um, it's it's still, uh, it, you know, that Midwestern, the Midwest feel, vibe, uh, is, is really the, uh, main attractant to me, but, uh, yeah, Chicago is, chi it's a great place. Very lovely place. Uh, but, uh, here we are. We're in, uh, Ponte Vedra Beach. <laughs> I got a chance to go to Publix. Publix is a supermarket down here in Florida. And so, uh, Publix was one of the first grocery store chains, actually, to, uh, install delis in their stores, way back when and so uh they 
if you go to a Publix deli, you can order uh, phenomenal sandwiches. They make everything in the in the deli. And so uh, the first thing I, that I do when I come home uh, here to Florida is I will go to Publix. You know, I'll, I'll put my stuff away. Sometimes I won't even get my stuff put away. I will uh, head over to Publix, uh, go sh- make a beeline straight to the deli, and uh, I will get a uh, garlic toasted veggie and cheese sub sandwich and i'm telling you it's 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 crazy amazing and then you just walk uh, a few steps over to the cooler case and pick yourself up a quart of indian river orange juice and i'm telling you that's that's that uh so i don't know you know and (laughs) i don't know Publix just has some uh i don't know i don't know why i'm even talking about it uh so yeah. So <laughs> a lot of a uh, lot of lot of cool things have been going on around uh, the world in our world. And uh, we have crash on the board at the Aeon Center in Chicago. Uh, so I cannot tell <laughs> who's in the studio back there. Uh, but it seems to be uh, everything seems to be shucking and shucking and jiving quite well because I can hear myself echoing on the live broadcast. I wanted to welcome uh, a couple new cities to the show. I don't know who they are, but I know that we've picked up two cities. That's always good to know. We're growing, I guess. Uh, and of course we hit the magical 100,000 downloads, uh, what was that? Five or six weeks ago. And so the combination of us, uh, our show, uh, getting, getting our little transmit show out there, uh, and people checking us out is, uh, encouraging. And of course, as I, as I've always said, uh, in previous shows, and as I will probably say until, the day that I stopped doing the show, which I hope is never, but because I, I really get into this now, it's really cool. Kind of feel like a DJ. Um, <laughs> but the hell was I saying? I don't know. See, that's that's the kind of mood I'm in. I'm just chilled out. Uh, but so there it is. You know, warmer weather, Publix, good food. Uh, you know, the water, the, the, the beach is a little chilly now, but you know, if you wear a, uh, wetsuit, you can jump right in. But as I said, it's cold in Chicago. There is a dangerous polar vortex coming this week where the high temperature is supposed to only reach a, uh, a meager two or three degrees for a few days. And then the low will be negative something with a wind chill factor of uh, minus 40. And so when I heard that, I was just like, ah, (laughs) not me. And uh, I'm thankful for the opportunity from, um, again, from my my support network, uh, my friends, family, colleagues, you name it. Everybody supports supports me in their own way, and it just uh, makes me feel wonderful. And uh, an extra special uh, shout to uh, Mr. Jim, Jim W. <laughs> uh, just wanted to say hi and uh, thanks. Uh, so what's going on? A lot, as I always say, you know, 
we have so many topics to go over and I only have a few minutes, you know, like literally like 45 minutes because, uh, yes, I wasted 15 minutes talking about nothing. Uh, but uh, it, recently, last week, I believe, Time Magazine named their person of the year. Uh, and so, yeah. So the second runner-up was uh, Hillary Clinton, I believe. And the third runner-up, interesting, interestingly enough, the third runner-up to uh, the Times Person of the Year were hackers. Yes, us. Me, you. Uh, according to Times website, hackers have may have had a bad name everywhere, uh, except in Silicon Valley, founded as it was on the virtues of creativity. Um, this year will be remembered for the bad. Hardly a week has passed by without some sort of digital breach somewhere in the world, often establishing some kind of new record for uh, novel tactics or... <laughs> Uh, whatever, uh, the, the attacks are, of course, as you know, increasing in, in variety scope methods, trajectories and all of that stuff. This year, hackers broke into the United States Department of Justice, the Internal Revenue Service, the NSA, uh, compromised, uh, a lot of data. Uh, a lot of data was stolen from public and private companies, you know, such as uh, Yahoo and Adult Friend Finder, LinkedIn. Uh, and, of course, uh, medical records of um, athletes, Serena and Venus Williams, uh, private photos. Uh, embarrassing um, content. Uh, millions more Americans were um, denied access to the internet. Uh, just recently, from a serious attack at Dine DNS, I believe we spoke about that a few shows back. Uh, in 2016, hackers took aim at American democracy itself. The presidential campaign coasted on a steady stream of leaked information and emails reportedly stolen in a series of sophisticated digital break-ins. Though there's no real indication of the machines uh, that millions of American voters used to cast a ballot. Most recently, the CIA has uh, stated that, indeed, there were some sort of uh, issues. Uh, when hackers took uh, an entire Los Angeles hospital down in February, the ransom demanded to restore employees' access to email and patients' electronic health records, $17,000 ransom, uh, and other and other instances, uh, individuals hoping to retrieve their hijacked information. The average ransom demand was 
between five and five hundred dollars, eight hundred dollars. And when I say when I say ransom or speak of ransom demands, I mean uh, the institution, organization, or end user had had their data manipulated in such a way to where uh, criminals uh, lock all of the files on a specific computer or network of computers and then demand a ransom to unlock the data. It's, you know, it's, so, it's, it's still the same thing as... You know, ever since the dawn of uh, human focus and establishment trying to gain an edge, meaning that uh, there will always be some sort of blackmail uh, event or crime situation uh, that's always a precedent for the information that's being held for the other's needs. Uh, and of course, you know, simple encryption will, do, will has, and, and does go a long way. That keeping your operating system up to date, not clicking any links that you are not familiar with. Never click a link, you know, uh, these, these, these are basics here, uh, folks, you know, do not click a link that you don't know. If you receive a link in your email, you know, your Amazon, your Amazon order is delayed. Click this link to find out why. Uh, as soon as you click the link, you are infected. No matter what, if you are on a PC or a mobile device, iOS, UOS, SOS. <laughs> Ransomware is what it's called, and it can be quite destructive and has proven to be most recently, uh, and I believe I spoke about this on uh, show 47, uh, the San Francisco transportation system was compromised in such a manner. And word has it that one of the administrators in the system itself had clicked on a link, which in turn launched uh, the... Um, ransomware or crimeware that infected uh, the entire transportation system uh, causing you know causing a substantial loss to the San Francisco transportation system everybody seemed to have gotten free rides for almost 72 hours in San Francisco I still say that was rather epic, though. Uh, come to find out, though, the person who was behind it, you know, it was just a random scan, and he or she lucked out. That was interesting, though, finding out that... Uh, it, it would have been interesting to find out if um, hackers would have been named number one this year. That would have been pretty cool, I guess. I don't know. Uh, coming up on the Christmas Day show. Yes, we are doing Transmit on Christmas Day this year. Hey, hey, it's, it's just how it goes. Uh, and on the Christmas Day show, we will be doing the annual Christmas wish list. 
which will be on the December 25th show, as I just said. So be sure, be sure, <laughs> do be sure to tune in and listen to see if uh, your name pops up. Uh, and in uh, additional news, next year, in addition to all of the platforms and media streams that we are either on, creating, or in the works, we, <laughs> in the works, we have another um, opportunity that we are going, we have two actually, and so I'm going to go ahead and uh, uh, disclose the two new opportunities that I'm rather excited about because, you know, when I was a kid, um, I, I used to have a CB radio. Anybody remember what is anybody? Anybody know what a CB radio is? A citizens band radio. Uh, and so when I was a when I was a child or growing up, I played with um, citizens band radios, CBs. And I, uh, as I aged, I got more sophisticated. I learned about single sideband CBs and then eventually worked my way up to uh, a ham set. And so next year, folks, we are going to be broadcasting on shortwave radio. Isn't that cool? <laughs> so not only will we be available on the internet, here, there, uh, being broadcast live, we will also be broadcasting on shortwave and further down the line, we will be broadcasting on a low-power FM station in the Chicago area. And we also will be broadcasting on a low-power FM station in the greater Miami area. Isn't that cool? I told you I had some cool stuff to talk about. Uh, in other news, the new incoming presidential administration is shaping up to be extremely interesting as new appointees are equally as puzzling and contradicting as the newly elected president. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, and, of course, uh, this year, as in years past... Uh, I I want to send out. I personally personally plead with my friends, family, uh, and whoever else to support a great organization. Uh, the organization is called Hubbard House, uh, and basically, um, uh, Hubbard House is a unique. Is, is a unique uh, organization. You can reach, you, you can read all about them uh, on their website at hubbardhouse.org, H U B B A R D H O U S E, hubbardhouse.org. Please, uh, please visit hubbardhouse.org and please donate to Hubbard House. This is the first time I've ever asked anyone to. Um, donate for a cause and if you visit hubbardhouse.org you you will you will see what I'm talking about um, basically Hubbard House is um, it's a domestic violence shelter for women moms you know women uh, and children 
no men, just women and children. Basically, you know, there there are uh, women out there that are in uh, situations where they need help from uh, a situation or domestic violence. And that's where Hubbard House steps in to assist. And uh, Hubbard House and their, the organization and their cause is um, totally close to me. And if you can help them by even donating a dollar and just when you donate, just say, hey, I'm a hacker. Here's a dollar. That would be super duper cool of you to do. Anyhow, check out their website, hubbardhouse.org. One fantastic resource. Get a little um, choked up on that, man, because uh, they, they are such an amazing organization. Uh, the FBI and CIA are giving different accounts to lawmakers on the uh, motives from the supposedly the Russian motives. Uh, and so we, we, you know, we can we can get into all of that. I could, I suppose, but uh, I choose not to. Uh, and more news. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but I, I, you know, I, I most recently uh, on the flight down, um, a buddy of mine gave me a thumb drive with uh, some episodes of a television show that he had wished for me to watch. Uh, and the name of the show was called Mr. Robot. And it's about a hacker and he's on these missions to save the world and stuff like that uh i tried watching it i really did uh and i just couldn't couldn't figure it out it, it wasn't making any sense maybe it's maybe it's going over my head i don't know who knows i did try to watch it though i, I really did There's other news, too. Uh, if you are a fan of augmented reality, you may you may be uh, let down a little. According to sources, secretive augmented reality startup Magic Leap dazzled consumers, recruited employees, and attracted uh, $1.5 billion in funding using videos created with special effects and technology that will not make it to commercial uh, sustainability. Uh, it seems that uh, there are some cracks in the wall when it comes to supposedly Magic Leap's technology, uh, and some people are getting upset about that. Um I've had a chance to check out Magic Leap. 
And so some of these stories that you, you may see about Magic Leap, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I've seen the technology. You can read more about that if you search the web. I guess. Uh, in other news, <laughs> does anybody know what Moore's Law is? Anyone? Anyone? Moore's Law is, the, uh, and this is coming from uh, wikipedia.org. Moore's Law is the ob observation that the number of transistors in a dense integrated circuit doubles approximately every two years. The observation is named after Gordon Moore, the co-founder of Fairchild Semiconductor and Intel, who in 1965 described a doubling every year in the number of components per integrated circuit and projected this rate of growth would continue for at least another decade. In 1975, looking forward to the next decade, Mr. Moore revised the forecast to doubling every two years. The period is often quoted as 18 months because of Intel executive David House, who also predicted that chip performance would double every 18 months, being a combination of the effect of more transistors and the transistors being faster. Moore, Moore's prediction proved accurate for several decades and has been used in the semiconductor industry to guide long-term planning and set targets for research and development. Advancements in digital electronics are strongly linked to Moore's law. Quality adjusted microprocessor prices, memory capacity, sensors, and even the number and size of pixels in digital cameras such as digital electronics have contributed to the world economic growth in the late 20th and early, early part of the 21st century. Moore's Law further describes a driving force of technological and social change, productivity, and economic growth. The law is also an observation or a projection and not a physical or natural law, although the rates held steady from 1975 until the year 2012 the rate was f faster during the first decade of course in general it's not logically sound to extrapolate from the historical growth rate into the infinite future so uh, today's hardware has uh you know you have octa-cores and 15 cores on a memory card uh it has it has proven to be effective uh and of course as technology continues to advance we will we will see interesting and real world applications for technologies like magic leap and of course if you're paying attention you'll know that hololens uh, the augmented reality version from Microsoft is almost ready. Uh, it's it's in a testing uh, phase. Uh, you could buy a augmented reality headset for three thousand dollars from Microsoft. Sign up for the developers edition. Uh, 
And, and you know, I was lucky enough to grab a pair. So um, my only complaint with HoloLens is the field of vision is kind of, you have to get used to it. But what, you know, but if you can get used to it and if you can jive with it, uh, and if, <laughs> and if you like the, uh, ridiculous red ring on your forehead <laughs> after using the device for a, even a half hour, go for it. Uh, HoloLens is, is the technology is quite fun and stable and, um, yeah, check it out if you can. So, nevertheless, though, um, as I said, uh, Microsoft is much further along in the AR space. What's amazing is the fact that, uh, and I'm still amazed, and I've seen the technology at Magic Leap, but what's still, <laughs> what still trips me out is the fact that... Uh, the company's worth what five billion, and they've you know they they they've received you know one point five billion, and the valuation is almost five billion, and they haven't put out shit. There's nothing on the market. There's nothing nowhere. Check it out, MagicLeap.com. You can judge for yourself. Yeah, you know, speaking about Chicago um, and the people there, and and again, I'm, I'm not kidding. The people in Chicago are amazing. Um, but there's there's other things that Chicago is known for. You know, you know where you know you know what I'm about to say. What is Chicago known for? Huh? 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 Pizza, right? Yeah. Uh, so there, you know, there's tons of places in Chicago to get uh, a good pizza. You have uh, I like Connie's pizza. Connie's pizza is pretty good. Uh, and then you you have the old mainstays, and then you have the then you have the. Um, really good pizza the, the the pizza that the locals know about but the uh, tourists don't and one of those pizza places uh, is really good stuff it's called Bartoma uh, Bartoma piece Bartoma pizza is really good uh, it's at 110 East Pearson Street in Chicago uh, I, I let's see. Do they have a website? <laughs> they do. Uh, bar. <laughs> I got my mouth too close to the mic. Uh, it's bar b a r t o m a chicago dot com bartoma chicago dot com. So what sep what separates this? It's not bartoma. Isn't a pizza joint? Well, it kind of is, I guess. It's kind of a pizza joint, but it's it's kind of check out the website. Uh, I believe they. I'm looking now as well. Uh, they have some photos of the place. Big wide booths. Uh, <laughs> and, and what make what what makes the pizza so uh, killer is the fact that it's actually prepared by a chef, Chef Tony Mantu Mantu Mantuano. 
Uh, it's one of the very few four-star Italian restaurants in Chicago, by the way. Uh, they just check it out if you and if you're in Chicago, you got to get in there. You really do. Uh, they have a menu online as well. Uh, they have, uh, as I said, they have some crazy food. Um, the mushroom toast is good. Uh, spinach and garlic pizza is great. And uh, they have it. <laughs> they have the margarita and the gold coaster. Check it out, though. It's really, <laughs> it's really good pizza. All right, Tony, I gave you a little plug there. Um, and and really, it's really good pizza. I mean, if you don't believe me, just do your own homework. See for yourself. And as I said, uh, next. On the next show, on show number 49, the annual Christmas list, the annual Christmas wish list will drop. <laughs> and so uh, be sure to check that show out on Christmas Day and see if uh, your name pops up. Seriously, check it, check out, check out the show on Christmas Day. The show, uh, we will actually be doing the show at... 5.30 in the morning on Christmas Day. So, and so uh, we've got everything ready to roll, everything ready to pop up. As soon as the show has finished broadcasting, uh, we will upload it to the archives and to all the other stuff that we upload it to. And uh, hopefully you'll be able to check out the show and hopefully your name will uh, pop up on the show. In a good way, of course. You know, it's come on, it's Christmas, right? Uh, there's there's more hacker news. You didn't think you'd get away from it that easy, did you? Uh, hackers in Great Greater China are targeting online transactions, thus effectively building dossiers of of information on individuals. Uh, according to ThreatMetrics data, uh, fraudulent login attempts comprise of about almost 12% of e-commerce transactions in the Asia-Pacific rim compared to 4% in the finance industry as hackers become more interested in gathering user data to exploit people's identities down the road. E-commerce websites, of course, often make it easier for the criminals to um, go after, and they also make it easy for customers logging in to create an account, um, and then that's where, of course, your security, such as two-factor authentication and blah, 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 sort of uh, fail the security checkpoints because, you know, it's that time of year and people want to create it. People want to. People want to create an account right away and, you know, go on with their lives and shopping. The people nowadays have no patience at all. I mean, if they cannot get to a specific area within two to three seconds, man, they're gone. You've lost that sale. They've lost that sale. And so um, criminal entities uh, in the Asia-Pacific Rim are taking a full advantage of uh, this sort of um, behavior from users. Uh, and again, specifically this time of year, uh, you know, the... the 
the, the e-commerce sites cannot force customers uh, to tackle on more security, but uh, you you can actually encourage customers uh, to opt in for more security, and you could build that security if you're a web developer or a systems developer or software engineer, whatever you are. You can build these systems. This is me talking to you. <laughs> you can build these systems transparently on the back end of these uh, systems and then just have a checkbox for um, a customer to uh, agree to. And so that will make um, that whole experience uh, relatively more secure and uh, you will avoid uh, issues like this. Uh, most recently, the region has seen over 200,000 identity abuse attacks daily. Uh, and that, of course, is up 50% from last year. Uh, anybody in Asia could be getting uh, at any time in on these attacks and having their uh, information compromised. Uh, and again, uh, a lot of the information on these customers uh, going to e-commerce sites uh, in, in the region, uh, a, a, most of these um, people whose identity or information has been taken uh, criminally, uh, is just stored. Sometimes it's used, sometimes it's not. And again, predictions for 2017 are no, are rather no less dire for, uh, medical institutions, hospitals, healthcare providers. As they continue to be actively targeted by sophisticated and organized segments. And of course, recently, the University of Wisconsin's law school also suffered a spear phishing attack that resulted in the leak of data on almost 1,500 applicants. Who applied to the school between the years 2005 and 2006. Don't worry though. Uh, the university has pledged to offer free credit monitoring for a year to those who feel that they were affected. So what about you? Uh, or what about your company? Or, And when I say you personally, what about you? Do you, do you have a plan? or a direct path to restore your computer, your network, your machines in such an event. As I, as I just mentioned, you know, only 25% of uh, companies are at the capacity to deal with a situation such as a data breach or a ransomware event. So what about you? Are you prepared personally? What about your company? I see a lot of, uh, I see a lot of shot callers uh, that are following me on some of the social media streams that I'm on. And so, what about you, shot callers, CEOs, CTOs, visionaries? Are you guys ready? Are you ready for that breach? It's coming. Trust me, it's coming your way. So what, you, what is your immediate plan 
for when you walk into your office at 7 a.m. and every terminal has been locked with a, uh, some ransomware. What are you going to do right away? Have you spoken with this with anyone in your company or within your home about what to do in the event of your data being um, manipulated, compromised, and uh, encrypted and locked away from you? What are you going to do? What is your company going to do? What is your plan? Think about that. Uh, and as I said, despite the increase in uh, despite the increase uh, in data breaches, only twenty five percent of companies have the technology in place to actually deal with a sophisticated hack or a data breach. Uh, and there was actually a study concluded uh, by Dimensional Research that uh, received feedback from over 500 information technology security professionals. And according to the report, 39% of responders revealed that it takes their firm's security team days or weeks to connect data and security alerts from their security tools. Listen, folks, in, in the event that, you know, either you or your company has been breached, you have to have an effective plan within hours, minutes. So if you are in charge of an organization, and I know a lot, a lot of you listeners actually are because I, I receive feedback from you. So if you are in charge of an organization and you have no clear path to figure out what's going on and how to restore your network and your machines, you, sh you should, uh, when you go to work tomorrow, if you're not snowed in, you should begin that plan right away and not sit on it. Because as I said, it's coming your way. And you need to be able to respond to that. And now, so one of the things that I've always encouraged companies to do is hire a hacker. A real hacker. Someone who understands the situation and is able to bring your organization or your personal files, networks, machines, whatever, whatever kind of clutter you have back to normal operating status. And you should pay these hackers very well if you have that ability. No one else on no one else at this point in time with technology in the situation that it's in deserves to be paid more than a hacker. And so what if they have a bad background? So what if they have, uh, have been arrested or whatever? If, if that hacker has proven that they are willing to earn a, an, an honest dollar, then by all means, you, you should encourage that hacker to come and assist you and your organization or you, whatever in whatever capacity 
not only are you and your company protected or able to deal with a situation, you're also providing a job and a future and a career for someone who is probably a hundred times more talented than anyone in your organization currently. So think about that. There's something for you to chew on. Uh, we've got, and as I said, uh, in show 47 folks, we have, uh, some updates coming to the website as well. So be sure to stay tuned into that. And also, uh, at the end of the year, we have the Congress coming up in Germany. We will, uh, we are going to be doing the whole private plane thing again, folks. So, um, we, we, usually have space for 15 people on the plane. So if you're interested in rolling with us, we have a few slots. We do fly out of Chicago. So get in touch with me. Uh, and, uh, and again, at the uh, Congress this year is the fifth anniversary of the C3 Capture the Flag events. It's an event that is a team-based competition, and it tests all of you, your hacker skills. Poning, reversing, cryptography, breaking, you name it. It's, it's the shit. Uh, that takes place December 27th, day one of the Congress. And the event is free and open to anyone. For more information, do visit events.ccc.de. It's in German, so you'll have to translate it. And hopefully I'll see you in Germany this year. I'd like to see you in Germany this year. Uh, tomorrow, NASA is going to... Tomorrow, NASA is going to launch a constellation of eight little satellites to a low Earth orbit. And it's going to take off from a Pegasus rocket from Cape Canaveral. It's supposed to all go down about 8.30 in the morning. <laughs> so check that out. <laughs> uh, it, it, you can also check it out on NASA TV if you want. Uh, you know, I can't close the show out without talking about a gadget, right? Yeah, of course. You know, Christmas is right around the corner and a lot of people get caught up in the whole I gotta buy crap for Christmas thing. Listen, folks, again, Christmas is about giving, not receiving. So give somebody one of these. <laughs> you can even give yourself one. Uh, and... And, and seriously, if, if you do celebrate Christmas, uh, it, it's, it's the spirit of giving. Uh, check out, you know, check out Hubbard House, hubbardhouse.org. Go volunteer at your local shelter. Go help someone. Go find, go, go find, go find someone and help them. Go use your skills Go use your pretexting, your social engineering skills, your technical abilities. Go use some of the money that you, you've earned or even taken and help somebody. I'm not trying to say go and help somebody and feel good. Just go help somebody. You choose who to help. 
It's your choice, right? Google, and if you know me, you know that I really am no big fan of Google. Uh, but uh, Google continues to uh, crank out uh, gadgets and gizmos. Uh, and their latest gadget and gadget and gizmo is uh, is a router. Yeah, it's a little router. It, it kind of it, it's uh, it kind of looks like an Alexa device. Kind of weirdly looks like an Alexa device. Claiming to be faster and more flexible, the OnHub delivers stronger, more precise Wi-Fi connections and a faster speed for every device. That means smoother streaming, lag-free gaming, and lightning-quick downloads. Plus, it connects to more than 100 devices simultaneously and covers up to 2,500 square feet inside your home. Uh, Google claims that it's ready to use right out of the box with on hub setup is as simple as turning it on. Forget about complicated manuals and blah, 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 this, that, and the other on all you have to do is turn it on the easy to use Google Wi-Fi app for Android and iOS helps you get online fast and manage all of your devices on your network and much more. Uh, Google also says that the system is self-improving. That means that uh, the, from the moment you activate it, OnHub automatically starts learning and improving itself. So you'll always have the optimal Wi-Fi performance that you need. Plus, it stays current with the latest changes in technology and device software and or security, making it compatible with new devices. You can check uh, the hub out. It's at uh, on dot google.com forward slash hub uh and there's there's all sorts of information on the on hub web page such as the information uh about the device and um it has a little diagram of the device uh being you know a sliced image of the device uh, the device supposedly has 12 antennas inside, uh, comes with um, designer shells, which uh, you can place uh, out in the open. And that's one of the that that's one of the issues with you know or has been one of the issues with routers in the past is they've been these ugly blue devices with blinking lights and antennas and all this silliness. Uh, this device actually looks very nice. It's aesthetically pleasing. And again, it has uh, little designer shells. Uh, and it, it looks pretty cool. The only thing that I don't like about it is the fact that uh, it's powered by Google. And it's always listening or doing something. What is it doing? See what I mean? Nevertheless, check it out at O n.google.com forward slash hub and again folks uh as as i close the show please uh visit hubbardhouse.org check them out see what their mission is all about and whether or not you wish to donate that's that's totally entirely up to you but at least check them out and maybe you can help them somehow that'd be really cool and if you do tell them that you're a hacker say hey 
I'm a hacker. Here's 20 bucks. Here's a dollar. Here's 50 cent. Here, or how can I help? It'd be super cool. Super cool. I wanted to thank Apple and Stone for their uh, amazing support as always. Check them out. Uh, check out Apple and Stone at appleandstone.com. They just released a new album. Please support these uh, wonderful, amazing artists. They are the sound of Transmit. And again, next week we will have... Or next, next week, I'm so... In two weeks, we will have the uh, the annual Christmas wish list. Uh, Madara uh, will have the annual letter. Hopefully. The events page will be <laughs> uploaded, <laughs> updated. I said that last show. I'm kicking that rock down the road. Can you tell? And uh, if you're in the Midwest, it's going to uh, get brutally cold. Something to look forward to. Uh, and uh, if you have any questions, comments, complaints, or just your feedback. I mean, I, seriously, I really like to hear from uh, you you guys. And um, I do read each and every email, each and every message. Uh, please feel free to email me at gummo, G-U-M-M-O, at hackers.xxx. You can also find me on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash gummo, G-U-M-M-O, X-X-X. And that's normally where I'll, you know, post a, you know, a little snippet of news and a little sh shard of humor. I wanted to, again, say thank you to you for tuning into the show, making it, helping me along as I continue to improve. Uh, and I actually enjoy doing the show. It's it's fun. I like uh, talking to everyone, and I like uh, I, I I love the interaction. What can I say? It's 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 getting, it's becoming more natural for me to uh, sit in front of the microphones, and 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 I'm, I'm liking it. I really am. Thank you again for tuning into the show. I certainly appreciate it. Uh, and um, do. Do bundle up. It's going to be quite chilly if you are uh, in the uh, path of the uh, approaching cool weather. Again, check out our website at hackers.xxx. Check us out on Twitter. Check us out on iTunes. Check us out on Comcast. Check us. We're going to be on shortwave. We're going to be on low power FM. Uh, we're on TuneIn. We're we're everywhere, folks. We're on Shoutcast. We're everywhere. Just search for hackers. And look for the logo and you'll see. And, and until we meet again, please take care of yourself and please, please do something uh, good with your skills. And just uh, smile. Even if you're having a bad day, just smile. Because when you smile, you make someone else smile. And we'll check you out on Christmas Day. We will be live uh, on Christmas Day. Again, it's going to be early in the morning, but uh, check me out on Twitter and I'll, I'll, uh, I'll have the time, uh, the precise time that we will go live on Christmas Day. And hopefully you'll tune in. Hopefully you'll hear your name called. And until then, folks, uh, take care of yourself. Stay warm. And I will see you guys on Christmas Day. And again, thanks for tuning in. <laughs> we'll see you later.
Bye. you